charge here. That's what the rules are. Hi. Walkers and Talkers 102. Woo! I gotta play this one more time, but I didn't want to play it over the music. I want to make sure he gets the full effect. Hey, this is Stephen Ogg, Simon from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Say it one more time. They make excellent gelato. Chills. Uh, chills. chills. Oh, Stephen. Oh, Stephen's dead. Spoiler. Simon. Oh. Simon's dead. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. Listen, you knew we had it coming. We just didn't I... know if Jadis was going to do it, if Negan was going to do it. And I have to say, we'll talk about the episode, of course. Yeah. I feel like we are never going to see Simon Lucille anyone again. Uh, uh, Negan. Really? I, I thought f- it was happening for a hot second. I feel like what he did to Abraham and Glenn... I feel like the reaction to that was so negative. So bad. The gore and the violence, yeah. and there was such negativity that had he done it to Simon, I think we would have felt bad for Simon. I think so, too. And I think the visual of that is so negative. Honestly, when I thought it was happening, I thought, I can't take this again. That's what I thought. I can't see this again. I am going to call a little bit of bullshit on that first scene when we get to it, yeah. when we get to the recap. There's a lot of bullshit in this episode, and I can't keep track of all the people tweeting us. I love that they're tweeting us quarter bullshit, half bullshit. <laughs> half bullshit. Do you people get it? And I love you for it. <laughs> so there was a lot going on. Uh, this is uh, episode 102. Uh, the big episode 100 was, of course, a review of last week's episode. Yes. And episode 101, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't listened to it. Please do. It's our, it's our interview with Jesse McCartney. And you're like, Jesse McCartney's a pop singer. Yes, but he's also an actor. Yes. And he was on Fear the Walking Dead. And you're like, well, I didn't watch Fear the Walking Dead. You don't have to. It's just a really good interview about someone who was on the show, his thoughts about being a walker. Behind the scenes, everything. Behind the scenes, everything. So definitely check that out. I, I, I can see how many people have, have listened so far. And it's a decent amount, but not as many as a typical episode of Walkers and Talkers. So what I'm saying is, when you get up to that number, if you're behind, get just listen to it. Jesse did us a solid, did the interview for us, did a nice ID for us, and it's really good. He's, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. And he was nice enough to tweet the episode out for us. He was. A little retweet action. Whoa. It's like, oh, Jesse McCartney retweeted like, hey. me. Hey. I texted him, because I have his number now, as you know. I know, and I don't. And I said, hey, Jesse, the episode's up, if you want to tweet it out or retweet it, whatever. He's like, thank you again so much. I had so much fun. And uh, definitely, I'll come back when I'm in town again. I'm like, oh, yeah. Casual, just texting with Jesse McCartney. I was like, you want to hang out with me and Jamie? And he's like, who? Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about a, a big trip giveaway. I'll yes. tell you how to win that trip. It's a uh, flyaway to Las Vegas involving Fear the Walking Dead. So we'll get to that in a few minutes. We got a lot of news. And of course, we'll review the episode. Yes. Did you like the episode? I did. You did. A lot of bullshit. It was intense. Yeah. There was also, there's a debatable scene in it. Remind me when I talk about Rosita putting the gun to Eugene's neck. Okay. There was oh, something yeah. in that scene that people are talking about, and I'm I'm calling bullshit on the theory. I don't think it's a thing. Oh, okay. You'll you, you'll see what I'm talking. Right. You'll be like, "Well, what? I didn't. What, what? I haven't shared that video with you." Okay. But I shared a bunch of videos. Yes, a lot you of videos. did. Okay. You did. I was getting like lots of cool video texts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And for the record, it was the Walking Dead. It was videos. Walking Dead related people. Yeah, Jamie's been getting a lot of text messages from people, and they're not. I've been getting a lot of Lucille's. A lot of, lot of eggplant Lucille type pictures. And uh, unwanted, and I might unwanted add. Unwanted 10, 10 inch Daryl Dixons. Yeah, and not even. Yeah, not even Daryl. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're, by the, we're right before the finale, which looks really good. Again, I want to remind you Jamie and I will be in a movie theater. It's uh, Survival Sunday, April 15th. Uh, 750 AMC movie theaters nationwide, um, thanks to Fathom Events, I think is running it. And you can get your ticket information uh, at twdrewards.com uh, and get the Walking Dead fan points for that. Are you going to uh, wear your uh, Negan t-shirt? Yeah, I'm going to wear my Shut That Shit Down shirt. I'm going to wear mine too. You keep not wearing it. No, this time I'm really, because we never talk about it. And then you wear I'm like, damn it. So this time I'm really By the way, I, inter- I interviewed an intern uh-huh. applicant this week for the Elvis Duran Morning Show. 
and she was at StalkerCon. <gasps> she was at Walker Stalker? Wa- the one we went to in Jersey. Yeah, Walker Walk Stalker. Stalker. Well, yeah, the Walk Stalker. Uh, the same day that we were. Did she see us? No. Oh, But man. she took a picture with uh, Jeffrey Dean, oh. like we did. And she saw Carl, which was the night that he announced he, that they showed he was being uh, a good thing. thing. Mm-hmm. No, we saw him that. We went to Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Then she went Sunday. Okay. But still. Yeah. And then Herschel asked us for hugs. True yeah, Herschel, and not hard. She didn't. She didn't get a hug from Herschel. Jerry's table had peach cobbler. Right. No, no. one else would eat it but me. But that's right. okay. And he hugged <laughs> us. He's so sweet. I, He's I a good to, hugger. I have to produce the Jerry ID. This is Jerry. I, I got Jerry. I didn't. Uh, I didn't produce it. So, uh, if again, a lot of people are, are tweeting us saying I got the tickets because you guys. I didn't Yay. know. A lot of face, uh, Instagram messages. Too I about feel that. like they need to do a better, uh, a better job. Telling people? Honestly, besides you, I still have not really heard about it anywhere else. I'm pretty sure I saw a commercial mm, during The Walking maybe, Dead. Maybe, but it's they really haven't said Did much Did Chris about Hardwick it. mention it? Mm, I'm not sure. Hmm. All right, well, Chris Hardwick should have mentioned it. Anyway, so very excited about that. We're going to be laying in recliner chairs. Oh, popcorn. Watching, so Fear the Walking Dead right after The Walking Dead. Yes. Morgan into Morgan. And it's uh, I think it's 75 minutes again. So oh, is it? Be- yeah, okay. but because there's no commercials... It'll run the same time, roughly. Okay. And then we have to rush home and watch Talking Dead. Although I may have to watch... No, I'm going to watch it. I have to be up at 3 a.m., so I will be DVRing Talking Dead. (laughs) Well, that's fine. Hold on. Okay. You know what? Uh Jeff, I told you not to text back because I'm recording. You don't follow directions well. Don't text back. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love my friend Jeff, but I texted him something, and I said, email me. Don't text back, I'm recording. And that's your thing. You tell people, don't text me right. back, I'm live, I'm this. And, and he texted then they me back. still do it. He does it all the time. I go, hey, I'm taking a nap, don't text back. Oh, one more thing. No. <laughs> no. I purposely try not to text you in the morning. Or if you respond back, I don't respond after that. Because I know you're, I, I do the, you know. By the way, you, you only text me in the morning when we're off. We were off yesterday. We didn't do a live show. No. And I normally always text you when you're here. You well, you text me every day, so I guess yeah. the odds are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I hope I didn't wake you up though. I no, think it was no, late no. enough. It was late enough. Yeah, it was fine. I did not know you were not here. All right, there's a bunch of trailers which I texted you, and I think I sent them out. Follow at Walkers underscore Talkers. Yeah. I believe I sent them out. There's the uh, the first two minutes of episode 16, the finale. There's another trailer which is called My Bullet Maker, which is Negan talking to Eugene, and Eugene says, "I got the bullets for you," and he, he gives him a handgun. Yeah. And he says, test it out, and they fire the, he, Negan's fires the gun at a hay bale with a t-shirt on it that says Rick. Yeah. Pretty I think, damn good shot, too. I think the fact that Eugene is proving to him the bullets work. Yes, that's what I thought, too. Says to me that they still might not work. But like a whole batch is like, these are like to prove to Negan they work, and then the right. other ones are going to be bad ones. So in, the, in one of the scenes, I don't know, it was in... Uh, Talking Dead, maybe mm-hmm. one of the scenes of next week. He oh, he gives him the gun, and then uh, Negan says, "You know, you'll stay back here." And he says, "No, I want to come." He goes, and, "You sure you want to see that?" Yeah, because we're gonna he's, we're gonna shoot your people oh. basically. And he's like, "I need to see, the, I need to see what happens. I need to see it." So, is it that he needs to see his friends die because Rosita oh, treated him like crap, God, or does he need up. to see the bullets backfire? I'm ho- I'm ho- I want to say I'm hoping the backfire. So I want to call bullshit on the people who do the promos and release pictures for the following episode. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they want to tease you to watch it, but inevitably they always show you too much. Like the finale of season seven, when they showed Rick and Carl running in Alexandria with guns, mm-hmm. right? The week before, we're like, oh, they're going to ambush the saviors outside and blow them up. Well, if Rick and Carl were running inside Alexandria, it's because something went wrong. Clearly. Right? Yeah. When you show me pictures, they just released like a dozen pictures from the finale. Yeah. Right? A lot of the pictures are hand-to-hand combat between the saviors and the survivors. Mm-hmm. That says to me, problem with the bullets. That's they why have we're to going hand-to-hand. Hand-to-hand. Yeah. Because if, if Eugene made so many bullets... And Rick's gang was low on bullets. As Maggie said, they would just shoot them all. Mm-hmm. So I feel like bullshit on the photographer, I mean, yeah, chooser, releaser guy. 
what chooser, do you do for a living? Guy. I'm the photograph chooser, releaser, releaser guy. Releaser man. Guy, person. <laughs> and it could be a woman. I'm not saying releaser it isn't. Woman, man, release guy, a person. Releaser person. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. bullshit on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, some of the photos is, uh, let's see, Michonne is fighting a guy with her katana. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is okay. Jesus is apparently in the episode. Where have you been, Jesus? Jesus, where have you been? Jesus, Jesus, where have you been, Jesus? <laughs> um, it's like uh, you know, you wait two thousand years for him to show up. Okay, so uh, so Jesus is giving some guy a flying kick in one of the pictures. Yeah, his parkour. His, so that's his, that's comic book Jesus. Yes, it is. He okay. does like karate. Yeah. Okay, that's getting very technical there. So it sounds know. so authentic. It's one of those. It's um, one of those. There's a picture of Rick walking with a very young Carl. Now mm. it's a stunt double of Carl because it looks like Carl's like four. Mm-hmm. So it's I guess Carl's having flashbacks of the good old days walking with his son. Rick, yeah. Rick, yep. Uh, Dwight's wearing the A sweatshirt. Oh, I saw that. I'm like, oh my god. And he's at he's at the he's at the hill. He's there. Yeah. But he's in the back. So so there's that. Uh, and there's a picture of Maggie talking to uh, Al Dante. Al Dante. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, you know, we don't know yet. Now, again, if it's Dante, if he actually is Dante from the comics, they get a little uh, little frisky back in the... What? Down the road. If, Stop. A little flirty. They get a little flirty. Hmm. If he's Dante. We're, we're, I mean, it looks like he's Dante. Oh, hey. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, um, according to a recent interview with Lenny James... Scott and Gimple gave him a choice as to whether or not he wanted to cross over. He did? Yes, he Was said... Was it cross over or die? Was well, here's what the uh, the interview says. He, uh, you mostly don't listen to anything Gimple is saying because you don't want to know whether or not he's going to tell you you're going to die. Gimple called him. But then things got a little weird. So I drove to his house thinking he forgot to tell me the last time that I'm dying. I got there, sat down, and he said, by the way, this is not a conversation about you dying. Uh-huh. He said, how would you like to continue the story of Morgan in Fear the Walking Dead? Um, Lenny James says, Gimple sent him home to ponder the question and talk to his wife, leaving the matter completely open. It wasn't a foregone conclusion that Morgan was leaving, and there was a lot left up in the air. We just started talking about it over the next couple of weeks and months as there was a lot to take on board. It wasn't a cast-off. It wasn't a cast... I'm sorry, it wasn't a case of this is going to happen. It was genuinely a case of would, what you I like th- would you like to do it? There huh. was absolutely a choice. So huh. my question is, if he said no, now Gimple made it sound like, no, we want Morgan to cross over. If Lenny James says no, would they have had another a living character cross over that would have had some impact? Hmm. Like, I mean, who? I, I, I don't know. Well, Carol? Maybe Carol. Maybe. But I feel like she loves the people too much to leave. Yeah. And Morgan's a mental Morgan's case. already like, he's breaking down, snapping a little bit, so. And I don't think Carol and Madison would get along. I think they would butt, butt heads. Yeah. I just think Madison's too much of, too. she's kind of, I don't know, nasty. She's a little rough. She's a little rough. And I think Carol would be like, don't talk to me that way. Carol can be a little rough, too. Yeah, but she, she takes but, it from Rick because she loves him and knows yeah. him. But I don't think she'd take it from Madison. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if Lenny James has said no to Fear the Walking Dead... I feel like he would be dying in the finale. That's what I. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Or he'd be dying when the whispers come in. Because mm. the whisperers in the comics, they take out a, a bunch of people at the beginning, a few people. Okay. You know, here and there, a bunch yeah. of people. No, whatever. Well, here and there. So I don't. And Morgan's long dead in the comics at this point. Long yeah, dead. for a long time. So I feel like they're like, hey, go to fear, or you know, you're just gonna crazy the hell out of here. Like you're not gonna. I think they're leaving that out. Yeah. I think it's nicer to say no. Had a choice. <laughs> I think it was like eh, you could die or you could live. I'll live. Yeah, I was gonna say either you could cross over or die now. Right. Given the choice, I'd go to fear. Yeah. Now I wouldn't go to fear season two. No. But I'd go to season. I'd go to season this four. This is the season. Can't wait. April fifteenth yeah. in the movie theater. AMC. Survival Sunday. Cannot wait. Uh, Carol speaking about the finale. Melissa McBride. She said uh, the finale is a little unexpected. When I read it, when I read it, I was like, well, that's a turn. That's a twist. Huh. Mm. Okay. Then what? I was kind of like, whoa, wait, okay, wait, okay, then what? Huh. So I'm really anxious for season nine because I want to know what. Yeah, wow. So uh, there's a lot of uh, twists and turns. Hmm. So it's not just uh, shoot them up and uh, some people live, some people don't. Scott Gimple on the finale. Fans hoping to see Negan meet his end of the finale might walk away disappointed, but Gimple opened up about his desire to satisfy fans. Okay, that was the header. Uh, the season finale, according to Gimple, 
often the biggest episode of each season, might not be what people are expecting. It might not be what some of the characters even want, but it is a conclusion, and they have to deal with its aftermath. Yeah, didn't they said there was going to be uh, no cliffhanger, right? They were, we were going to have answers. Right. I think there'll be teases to a storyline. Yeah, but, but nothing I think, like I think we're going to know. We're going to yeah. know if Negan lives or not. We're going to know who dies or not. We're going to see Morgan leave. Yeah. Right. I th- so there's not going to be any cliffhangers. But if Morgan leaves, it means that the episode needs to end after an hour, and then the last 15 minutes needs to be the aftermath. Yeah. I still feel, again, a bunch of people tweeted at saying tweeted at us saying that my predictions were, were right on the money on so many things. Ah, uh, yeah. Now, I said that I thought Oceanside might kill Simon, but I did say Simon killed the men of the Oceanside. You, you called that so long ago. Like a year like, ago. Like, I'm freaking impressed. A year ago. So long. Called that. Yeah. So, my... My thought is, um, yeah, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to predict everything. But I, I, all right, I feel like Morgan is not going to be happy with what I just read. That characters will not be happy with the aftermath. Oh, char- well, yeah, because it sounds like Scott and Gimple is insinuating Negan is not going to die. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, because you see the clip in one of the trailers, Morgan says, we're worse off than we used to be. We need to finish this. Mm-hmm. Morgan wants to clear it. He's right? he in wants to kill cl- mode now. He's in the clear. I got to clear. Got to clear. clear. That's, his, that's his word. And I feel like they're going to stop him and go, Morgan, we won. Stop it. Right? And he's going to go, no, he's got to die. He's and, unhinged. And the jail cell they built, right, in Alexandria. Yeah. Which in the comics, Negan's still alive. It's not a spoiler. They put Negan in the jail cell. Ooh. Right? Yeah. But is that house burned down? Is oh. the jail cell still there? It's made of brick and, you know. I doubt they're going to go back it's there. It's made of cinder block. No. I guess they have to. I mean. I mean, in the comics, they rebuild Alexandria. That's a lot of rebuilding. Yeah. Hmm. So where they put him, if they keep him alive. We shall see. His mercy is greater than his wrath, Rick, right? That's what mm-hmm. he keeps saying. Yeah. Uh, red-eyed Rick. We were in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. For, um... The, the premiere, premiere season eight. And that's how long ago. That was like October. Yeah, I was October. October when 22nd. When we saw that scene and we're like, oh, we to find out what that is. Well, it's right to the finale. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the episode. 75 minutes. Let's episode do this. 15, worth. Uh, Rick reads Carl's letter as he watches Judith play. The voiceover, this was interesting. So you hear the voiceover from Carl. Mm-hmm. But you probably wouldn't have heard that on the TV show because it's added afterwards. So Rick wore an earpiece during that scene so he could hear um, Chandler? Carl's Chandler Riggs' wow. voiceover as he was reading it. Yeah. So he could hear the emotion that the audience was That's very you know, feeling. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, the, I'm not going to read the letter, but it's all about uh, childhood memories at a farm with his dad. Holding his hand. I, yeah, I want you to feel safe the way you made me feel when you hold my hand. All the feels right there. All the tissues, feels. Tissues, tissues. I wanted to kill Negan. But there are workers in there, Dad, regular people, old people, families. You don't want them to die. We have friends now. There's got to be more people, more places out there. If they won't end it, you have to give them a way out. You don't have to forget what happened. Show everyone they can feel safe again. Birthdays, jobs, pizza. Pizza parties. Pizza parties. Hold Judith's hand. Go on those walks with her. I love you. Um, so then he goes, then Michonne goes inside, and she takes Carl's note out to Negan. We find out later in the episode what she does with it. Yeah. A little ballsy. A little ballsy. That was before the credits. A little ballsy. After the credits, Gregory and Simon are together again. Boom. Sitting at a table. There's too much. The (laughs) second you see Gregory with Simon, you know that it's Laura in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because. uh, Gregory looks pretty cleaned up. Well, plus, Gregory isn't a secret if Simon sees him. No. The secret is that Laura was hiding. That's That's it. Oh, spoiler. Laura was in the car. So Gregory says, I came back to make amends. Well, you came back because you were running for your life to get away from Maggie. And Simon says, you made me look like an ass. He said, I had bad intel. Things changed at Hilltop. He's so cash. Margaret had the Hilltop by the nuts, and I didn't know it. Let me make it right with Negan. And then Simon goes, I'm Negan. And not in a collective Negan. I'm in command. And then here comes the Zander Berkeley. Zander. I knew you could do it. Brown dozing. I knew you could do it. Negan was a big personality, but he pulled his punches. When I like it, look at you, I say, there's a leader. Now, you're feeding into Simon saying Negan pulled his punches. 
you're telling Simon not to pull his punches, he's going to kill you. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, Simon says, which is why I can't be seen going easy on you. Optics, bad optics. Ergo, you go. So that was a great line. <laughs> and then Ballsy Xander, you need, Ballsy Gregory, you need me to help you run communities. He's like, it's over. I have the juice. I don't yeah. need you. I've, I'm the I'm the juice. <laughs> I'm the juice. He, so, uh, he says, uh, Gregory, no, it's not going to end like this. Wandering on the forest with my dick in my hand. I can do it again. Who the hell are you to tell me I'm done? Who the hell are you to tell me when I'm done? When he said that, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I'm like, you better stay in your lane. So Simon drops him to the ground and he that says. That was the best. He like dropped Boom. His, boom. He says, I wasn't going to send you away. I was going to kill you. Do you make coffee? The he best goes, in the land. We'll start there and see where it goes. <laughs> so his, his, his ballsiness got Simon to keep him. You know, yeah. I mean, the, why the would, coffee line was if, great. If the guy is going to brown nose you and bust his ass that much, to, you know, for yeah. you, and is loyal to you, you got to have some loyal people around. Yeah, he'll do something. He'll do anything. Uh, Oceanside. They're uh, they're walking through the the girls are walking through the woods, and that crazy young girl who wanted to kill the girl on the beach, Rachel. Tara. She wanted to kill Tara on the beach. Remember? Yep. She says, "We should find him. We should just kill him." Savage that little girl. She said, we should kill him. If she gets a bullet, I'll be okay. She's a little shit, so... She yeah. is. <laughs> uh, brat. A walker comes up, Aaron kills it, and then he drops it to the ground out of weakness. And you're like, eh, he wanted to be out here, let him stay out here, and they walk away. They, like, step over and they're like, get yourself some water. I'm like, oh, man. Uh, back at the uh, bullet shop, Eugene and his two female servants are there. They're cooking for him. And they made, what is it, like a... Uh, they made him mac and cheese with, with sardines. Canned sardines. Yeah, or... Uh, Nasty. Uh, he's bossing them around. He needs more bullets lickety-quick, which was, uh, he said before. Gabriel is coughing. Eugene yells at him to keep his mask he's on. He's so mean to Gabriel. Like, he needs, I would, like, Eugene could go die now because he's just so mean now. Now, this was the interesting scene. He sees that Eugene's, uh, that Gabriel's making bullets, and he's making them poorly. And he says, I, I see this bullet. He said, this is, this will backfire right here. This is, this is defective. Right? How does Gabriel know how to design a bullet that's defective? Well, I don't think he does. Didn't now I have to watch. The, I have to watch the episode again. I have a feeling Eugene made the bullet defective, and then walked over and said, "This is a bullet you just made is defective." Hmm. I feel like he wants everyone in the room to think he's not making defective bullets. Okay. I think. Well, he, yeah. No, I mean, duh. Yeah, I mean, Gabriel's blind, so I can't really blame oh. him. Well, he's temporarily I blind or whatever. I know he is. Oh. Uh, so then uh, Gabriel says, I don't want my people to die. And he sa- and Eugene says, we are your people. If you don't see that, you can eat the next bullet off the line. <laughs> and then Gabriel goes back into his crying thing again. Oh. He says, I don't want to help you, but I don't want to die. I fear death. Maybe I'm still the scared man who locked his parishioners out. So all the boldness, all the ballsiness he gathered and gained in confidence... Seems to be gone again. It's a facade. It's gone. So he suspends him from the line, and Gabriel starts crying. You now, okay. Now I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call quarter bullshit. Look, I wrote it on the paper right there. Quarter bullshit. Quarter bullshit. Okay. I may even go. Ha- well, I'm saving half bullshit because it gets worse. This upcoming scene gets a little worse. Eugene goes outside. He goes. I'm gonna go test the bullets. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. From a side door. Oh yeah. I know. With two guards. Yeah. What the and hell? And then Daryl and Rosita. Happen to be standing there and take out the guards. How and the catch hell it. would they know they were coming outside at that moment? How would they know Eugene would ever come out? There's no way they would know that. No way. Uh, that could be like a three quarter bullshit. Oh, oh, well, all right, all right. I'm up in it because the odds that they could come out. How, how about, how about to, five eights? They went there to steal him, and the odds that he came out right then. Uh, seven eights bullshit. Seven, I, I'm going to go with seven eights. All right. That was like some So Daryl crossbows of the bolt to the head. One of the guys, Rosita stabs the other guy. They take Eugene. Uh, we're back at the sanctuary. Dwight walks outside to smoke a cigarette. Negan comes uh, down the steps whistling and whistle, away. whistling away. He says, surprised to see me? So uh, Dwight says, yeah, we found your car. He goes, I want to know what you were thinking. Do you remember who you are? And this is, this is by the way, he knows that Dwight's screwed oh, him. Oh, yeah, he does. But Dwight doesn't know yet. He says, look, man, Simon's your number two. I thought you wanted him calling it. I'm Negan. I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. 
He says, when the time comes, and it will come, I want you to remember this talk and remember that we've what we've done and what we can still do together. At that point, he's making it seem like he's going to forgive him. That's what it seemed right? like. Okay, because he forgives Simon, right, which oh, we'll get to. Oh. <laughs> um, Dwight looks over his shoulder at a walker chained to the fence, which I'm thinking like he's... Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Well, he's hoping that's not his, <laughs> right? Well, in a way, foreshadowing. All right, they're up in the meeting room. Simon and Negan are there. Uh, Simon says, I thought they killed you. And Negan's just wiping his back clean. Simon says, look, I lack discipline. I made it personal. That's why I moved things from infection to extermination, meaning the attack on Hilltop. Yeah. And Simon doesn't know yet that... That he knows about... About the, the right. scavengers. Yeah. He goes, yes, things went bad. Thought it's possible it would have happened... Reg- though it's possible it would have happened regardless of approach. Like, it could happen to you. And then he was like, I just am asking for a pass on this one. So I'll own it. Yeah, I'm just asking for a pass. I'll, I'll make it up to you. Yeah. Oh, God. Did you think he was going to get a pass? Hell no. <laughs> Negan's too too smart for yeah. that. <laughs> so Negan says, I remember when I took this place, when you helped me take this place. Yeah. I wasn't sure I wanted to keep you. So I wonder if that means Simon was there, Simon wasn't the leader, and Negan overthrew the original leader. That's, it, sounded, it sounds something along Because we line. talked about maybe Simon used to be the leader. Mm-hmm. But this implies he wasn't but that you helped me take it. Yeah. So Simon overthrew, the, I mean, Negan overthrew the last guy and took with Simon's Simon. help. But what you did, killing all those men and boys in the settlement. Oceanside. Well, yeah, so they weren't Oceanside before. They were in a settlement. Yes. And they escaped Oceanside. Yeah. A lot of people would think that was some psychotic shit. <laughs> oh, God. That that was the work of some demented, broken, goddamn ghoul. <laughs> That's not someone that you want to work with, let alone stand next to. So I figured I'd keep my eye on you. And it all seemed to work out right up to this point. I thought right then he was going to say, talk about the scavengers. I did. But then he didn't. Now, there's a scene in The Untouchables with Robert De Niro. There's a baseball bat scene. De Niro's walking around a round table of all his capos. And he's talking about how baseball is a team sport. Mm -hmm. The whole time, though, he knows one of the guys is bad. Okay. He's like, it's a team sport. Everyone's like, yeah, team. Yeah. He goes, when a man is up at bat, he's alone. It's a fox in the hen house. But he, but he needs the team, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, team, yes, team, yes. He goes, and if a man is out there on his own, that is not a team. Like, no, 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 no. So it looks like he's giving an inspirational speech, and he's got a bat in his hand like Negan. <laughs> and he walks by one guy, and he's like, so if anyone were to, you know, not be part of the team, whatever, and he starts bashing the guy's head in. <gasps> It's a great scene. Oh. Not so much because it's gory. The speech is fantastic. Yeah. So when he gives this speech... That definitely reminds me of it that. It reminds me of it. And if you, if you know the movie, you had to have been thinking of that movie. Yeah. Now I need to see it. The baseball speech is fantastic. Oh, man. Anyway, he says to Simon, I'm going to need you on your knees. And Simon turns around with his back to him. And puts his hands behind his back, just gets down there and does it. And Simon says... I'm sorry, Negan says, you're going to make a move or is that it? And Simon says, no move to make. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I don't know what else to do. And so Negan says, all is forgiven. Get your ass up. And Simon says, I won't let you down. Not you. Now, at this point, he still knows Simon wiped out the scavengers. Yes, but he hasn't brought it up yet. Now, here's my thing where I'm going to call quarter bullshit. At that point, Simon kneeled down as if, I totally respect you, Negan. You're Negan. We're all Negan. And if I've disappointed you, you should kill me. Yeah. But we know that Simon doesn't respect him. No, he doesn't feel that way at all. And he's planning on overthrowing Negan. So So why not use that opportunity to shoot Negan? Now, granted, the other people in the room might turn on you. I don't know if he would have made it as far as shooting Negan. Everyone in the room, he'd be dead in about two seconds. was he only relying on the fact that Negan might not kill him? I think so, because if he whipped a gun out, I think anyone at that table would have had him dead in two seconds. Yeah, but you could have gone boom, boom, boom. You could have gotten most of them. Some of them. I don't think I don't think it would have worked. I don't know. I just think you're taking a risk. You know you let him down. I just think it was a ballsy risk. Like oh, saying there's com- no there's completely. no there's no move to make is like I have the utmost respect for you. Yeah. Also waving the white white flag of surrender. He's like, There's no move to make, I give up, I respect and you. And I think he knows Negan isn't although Negan brutally killed 
people before. He doesn't go out of his way to do it. People so are he, a resource. He thinks that. I think he maybe thought, oh, shit, there's I think a maybe, slight chance maybe, he might not do it. Maybe Simon thought, I'm a resource to him. Maybe he won't kill me. Yeah. All right, so Negan lets him get back up, which, again, I think reinforced to Simon that he's a puss in Simon's mind. Yeah. So he shows the plans for the attack. A puss. He goes, we don't have to. T- <laughs> Hello. We don't have to take the hilltop. We, uh, Sorry. <laughs> said Negan's a puss. I don't want to say it. I know. It just made me laugh. Right. That's 10 times funnier than saying the full right, word. Right. He's a wuss. He's a wimp. That's <laughs> just, I love it. All right. Okay. We don't have to take the hilltop. We have to just take them out every time they try to leave. So he says his plan is we're going to just put up teams on different sides of the hilltop every day in shifts 24-7 yep. and pick them off. Now, he obviously wants Dwight to run and tell the plan to the survivors because that's not the plan. No, he faked him out. So then Simon's like, great plan. Glad to have you back. Like, oh, you're no, the man. Like, you're the yeah, man. He's you're like, the man. glad to have you back, boss man. I'm like, yeah. oh, boy, they're kissing ass here. So then Negan says, glad to be back. Everyone can leave but Dwight. Oh, shit. And he says to Dwight, you're smart. After everything that happened, nothing shook you. You kept your eye on the prize. Keep that shit clear. Meaning, just remember, I banged your wife. I ironed your face. You know? I've tortured you. I've tortured you. you. And here you are. You didn't let that stuff bother you. You were smart enough to survive. But yet he already knows he turned his back on him. So at this point... He's got to be thinking, I want him to come back from whatever I'm going to do to him. Because he knows he's going to punish him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eugene's with Daryl and Rosita. Eugene says, I assume because you haven't killed me yet, uh, it's because of our previous friendship. I promise not to talk if you let me go, is basically what he says. Balls. Like, I'm not going to talk and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Daryl spins around, shoves a knife in his face, and tells him to shut your mouth before I cut your tongue out. Damn, Daryl. Damn, Daryl. So already, he's got one more reason not to like Daryl. Eugene goes to thank Rosita for stopping him, and Rosita tells him to shut up also. Rosita is rougher on him than Daryl. And then he says, I stepped up. I offered to make bullets to save all of you. Oh, my God. They gave me a chance to live. I'm only human. That's who I am. Rosita says, I know who you are. You helped them escape the sanctuary. Everyone who's died, that's on you. And Eugene says, it's Rick's fault. He pushed us to take on the saviors. Rosita puts a gun Not under his the chin. Best choice of words. She says, you're, a, you're selfish, a coward and a traitor. You turned your back on the only friends you had. Shooting you in the head would make the world a better place. We're not going to kill you. Not because we give a rat's ass about you. We need what's in your head. We're going to stick you in the darkest hole, and the only time you'll see the light is when we need you to tell us how to do something. She's like stabbing him in the head with her, with her, her the forehead with her fingers. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So don't worry, you'll live, but we're going to force you to do something with your pathetic life. <laughs> now, he says that again later. Yes, he does. Right? When he comes back. Yeah. yeah, so we'll bring that line back. Yeah. Now, I could see why Eugene would not care about these people anymore. But I also feel like he's saying, dude, I'm doing what I can for you guys. And she's like, you know, you helped them escape. Like, it's your but fault. But he's really not, though. He's, he's helping not. Them he's escape. Helping him, he's, he's helping himself. Yeah, which he always does. Now, whether he sabotages the bullets or not is irrelevant. He's done a lot of other things to help them. Oh, yeah. If he kept them trapped in the sanctuary, they'd all be dead, or most of them. Yeah. Now, there's a scene as they're walking down that hill, right, before Eugene escapes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, are you gonna, I think I know where you're going. Go ahead. The fence? Yeah. Was there somebody in there? Did you see someone? I was trying to look. Well, what, did you, what made you look? Well, because they kind of panned slowly. Okay. So there's a scene, that in, around that scene. Somebody's in Eugene there. Eugene looks to the right for a second. Yeah. And he doesn't make much of, of his looking to the right. And then the camera pans, and there's either what looks like to be a leaf with two eyes. Something's in there. Okay, it looks like it might be like um, the kind of mask that uh, they wore in... Um, Ocean's Head? No, what was no. that Tom Cruise movie? Oh. That awful Tom Cruise and oh, Nicole Kidman movie. Eyes Wide Open? Eyes Wide eyes Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. Like a white mask, oh. like a Phantom of the Opera type. It's a creepy mask. Okay. Now, if that was somebody there... Who the hell's that? Why would they be looking through the fence? They didn't know they were going to walk that way. I don't know. If that's somebody in a fence. So there's theories now that that might be a whisperer wearing a mask. Hmm, because it was white, white in the bed. comics, there's a time Skin. skip, and the whisperers come much later, and the whisperers do cover their faces, but not like that. Not like a fancy mask, though. So it this was- could be like somebody, a prequel to the whisperers, or it could just be the way a leaf looked. <laughs> 
But go back and watch the scene. I have it on my DVR. I'm going to watch it again. Or a leaf. <laughs> I didn't notice it when I watched it, but people are noticing it and tweeting about it, and there's some theories oh, online. Oh, I was looking. I'm like, as soon as they panned to that, I'm like, something's in there, or they wanted to think something's in there. Yeah. Like, maybe the leaf looked like that, and they're like, oh, let's use that leaf. Yeah. Or maybe they made a leaf look like a mask. Because now we're talking about it. <laughs> Bastards. Now we're talking about it. Right. Uh, sanctuary. Dwight copies. Oh, my the God. Map. The, yeah. He writes that note we told you about last week about end the war. Please end Negan. Get yeah. this over with. Shit. And uh, Simon comes by, tells Dwight, let's talk to those who have done things that management would frown upon, like the people that killed the scavengers, right? Let us gather our like-minded individuals and do what we need to do. And then Dwight's sort of looking like, what? I don't, I don't, man, I don't do this. And <laughs> and uh, Simon's like, I got to sell this to you? Think about everything he did to you. Look, we meet in the courtyard and begin to do what's next, right? After shift change, we'll meet in the courtyard. And Dwight's like, oh, yeah. He was and, pretty, like, loud and open about this plan. Yeah. BTW. Yeah. Like, sh- you got to whisper. Like, it was like, it looked like a blatant meeting, which it was. And I'm like, oh, why would you gonna... meet in the daytime outside? Right outside in the circle and like, no. Just stupid. Stupid. Uh, back to Eugene, Daryl, and Rosita. Six walkers are coming up the street, roughly six. Daryl takes them on. He goes, I'll handle this. Eugene sees this as a chance to run. He makes himself throw up. Oh, he's a worm. The, what was it? Mac and cheese. The mac and cheese with sardines. On Ugh. Rosita. Uh. And then, yeah. And then he throws up on her. Um, on Talking Dead, they talked about how uh, Norman Reedus filmed that scene oh, yeah, on his they phone were crying, laughing, in slow motion. And... <laughs> uh, Rosita shoots him through the fence. So he goes in a hole in the fence. Conveniently, there's a hole in the fence. and Because he saw a couple of walkers coming down the street. So he quickly threw up on her and then ran around the walkers so that the walkers would slow her down. Yeah. He may have had like an eight-second head start, maybe. There's no way he would have had the time to bury himself like he did. So he runs through the fence and makes a left. The two of them run after him. Rosita's like, shoot him, shoot to kill. Like, ah, you gotta kill him. They get to that that area that was in the trailer where its bodies have burnt, like, yeah, its like ashes, ashes and, and bones. bones. Now, that's like, um, it's ashes. It's like, you know, like sand. Mm-hmm. So the two of them go, he must have gone this way, and they run up the hill. And then Eugene comes up from under the ashes. First of all, Everyone on Twitter called bullshit on how he hit himself that quickly. First of all, he had to analyze the situation. Yeah. See that there was sawdust there, and then slide, or whatever, ashes, slide under it enough to cover himself. To be totally buried and look like he wasn't there? Yeah. Right. You'd have to get into a pretty high pile, because if it was a low pile, you wouldn't be able to cover yourself perfectly. Yeah. Here's where everyone else called bullshit. You guys know who you are. Credit to you guys. Daryl's a tracker. Yeah. Daryl tracks rabbits and animals and people through, oh, look, the little twig is broken. He went this way. Mm-hmm. He tracks people through the woods. He couldn't track Eugene three seconds I later. I was going to say 100 feet. Walking <laughs> in ashes that probably have footprints. Seriously. I don't, I don't get that. I'm calling full bullshit on the whole scene. Full bullshit? Well, because I'm adding up the, the, the hiding bullshit yeah. with the can't track him bullshit. True, true. I don't get that. Again, it's lazy writing. Yeah. If they had if they had to fight six walkers and it was longer, maybe, and the wind was blowing and they <laughs> I, there's ways you could explain that. Exactly. You can't exp- if there was a tarp. I I don't know. It just seems like the guy's well, a tracker. Yeah, yeah. There there was nothing for if him to was hide Tara under that. Tara and way. Rosita. Well, even Ta- Rosita's got military training. Yeah. But it seems like the two of them would be the last two people to miss that. Ugh. Oceanside. Aaron waking up in the rain. He made a funnel to catch the rain. That was smart. smart. Where he got the metal thing to make the... Who knows? You just happen to have a metal thing to make a funnel <laughs> for the rain. He wakes up, right? Luckily, there's no walkers around until he wakes up. Then there's a walker. Then, conveniently, you know. He didn't wake up because of the walker. He woke up, and then later he heard the walker. Yeah. He kills the one of them, and then he loses his knife, and he can't find it. Oh, it's like all in the and mud. The and the walker's going after and... his feet, and then... He picks up a tree limb and he bashes a bunch of them, and then he falls down again. He's out of breath. He's 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 weak again. And uh, the oceanside women again, they just appear. I know every time he like faints almost. It's like they're, oh, there right. they are. They're trying to avoid him and not help him, but they keep showing up. 
if you want to avoid it, it's like the girl who says she's not interested in you and then she keeps showing up where you work. Like, oh, I'll have the fries. Why are you coming here every day? You don't even need fries. <laughs> like, they're totally flirting with him. Yeah. Like, at some point, they need a man. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I'm not saying women need men to be happy. I'm just saying Cindy needs a man. Yeah. Well, but Aaron, Aaron's not Aaron, the right guy. Aaron's not the right Aaron's guy. Aaron's not the right guy. So Aaron's like, listen, you stupids. It's the Savior's fault. You guys hide. You don't live the lives you want. It's their fault. He, like, gave a powerful speech, and I was like, oh, fine. Unless you do one thing, fight. And they're like, eh, we're women. We braid each other's hair. We're hanging out. We're chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Sanctuary, a bunch of the saviors come out to see uh, Dwight, because Dwight's out there first by the cigarette butt he put out. One guy says to Dwight, I would have thought you wanted this before we did. Uh, and then Simon's there with about a dozen saviors and Gregory. So Simon says, if you're here right now, you're in. No take backs. Could they be any more obvious? My God. Yeah. This we, was blatant. We need to make this quick, quiet, and respectful. The man has done a lot for us. He deserves that. So now he's out, lo- out loud saying, we need to kill Negan, but we need to do it quickly. So loud. He says, you, Dwight, you have some legitimate personal issues with the man. The kill is yours if you want it. Oh You're all like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to overthrow him. A knife, a silencer, because uh, the break will be the, uh, the distraction from the hilltop. Sorry, Gregory. He goes, you know, he goes, it'll be a nice break, and then we're going to wipe out the hilltop. He goes, uh, sorry, Gregory. We're going to kill everybody. And then we'll get on with our lives. Right, Dwight? Then your, uh, your ringtone goes off again. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Oh, there he is. Now, where did, where did Negan come from? He's probably doing a perimeter check, and Simon was practically screaming. No, wasn't Negan behind the dumpster? Yeah, but walking around outside somewhere. But, ne- I mean, if you looked out a window and saw that shit outside, I would be like, oh, what are they talking about? He just seemed to appear out of nowhere, though, didn't he? Well, they were out there for a while, and they were not inconspicuous, so. So he says, uh, thank you, D. I'll take it from here. Mm-mm. So now he's outed Dwight as the guy who turned everybody in. Yeah. Three, two, one. Gunfire. Yeah. All of Simon's men are dead. All those guys. How many saviors are there? There must be endless they, amounts. Rick's gang wiped out all of the, all of the, uh, all of the outposts. Yep. All they, the satellites. Have they gone. wiped out the satellite building twice. Yeah, twice. They had thirty-eight captive. Yep. They killed Most l- of little them. Timmy and the Dick Brigade. Oh yeah. Uh, they killed the two women. Right? The red-headed chick? Oh, and the, yeah, yeah. They killed them, those th- women, then the guy, those three people. I mean, they... There's they, a lot. They killed people at the at Alexandria's they're fight. They're like cockroaches. They, I mean, they've killed a hundred of them. Or Yet more. there's still more. Yeah. So Negan killed another ten. <laughs> it's out of hand. It's a lot. Are there 500 of them? Were there more outposts that they've now rallied that we didn't know about? Could be. I still don't know where the, where the saviors are. Remember when uh, Michonne got that girl in the truck? Yep. And and they got to the uh, the part of the so road where she's like, like top of the hill. see all those people? She's like, there was like a, a, a camp. Of, of saviors. Yeah. And it made it look like there's just so many of them. I, you could never over... Right. Yeah. So where are those people? Are those people mixed in now? I don't know. But they're coming from somewhere. Anyway, a rat and some other guys come out. Good to see a rat still on the show again, like another nothing scene. Yeah. They take Simon's weapon. He lunges at Dwight. Like, I'll kill you, Dwight. You're not going to do anything now. Damn it, you're surrounded. (laughs) So Simon says to Dwight, why? After everything he did to you, why? And Dwight said, because he'd win, right? That's what he said? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Negan would win anyway. Negan just kind of smiled at that because he knew. Uh So then Negan is smashing skulls on the ground with his bat of the dead saviors. He's putting them out of their misery with his, oh, with his bat. He's like squishing a man in them. He goes, you killed all the garbage people, Simon, after I specifically asked you not to. There it is. Why? He says, I'm still going to give you your shot. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. So after all that, after he killed, like I thought he would have addressed the, the scavengers more than that. Just in the one line. Yeah. Like, I know you killed them too. So, but he's not punishing them. He's not punishing Simon. Right? Here's the thing. He promised Jadis that someone would pay for that, right? Yes. But after the first time he went on his knees and he didn't kill him, he said, I forgive you. Which means had Simon not turned on him again, 
he would have let Simon live. You think so? I thought it was just kind of like placating Simon for the minute for a moment, let him think he's off the hook, but he was still going to get him. Or do you think he was going to let him fight the war and then kill him? I thought he was going to... I thought he was just faking Simon out almost when he got on his knees. He's like, ah, get up, I forgive you, because he still hadn't mentioned the scavengers yet. So I thought it's still coming. Yeah, but I feel like... This may have executed a little bit sooner because he had a group meeting in the courtyard. Yeah, I think he was going to let him live had he not planned to kill him again. Yeah. Because don't forget, he was mad at Simon for taking over and attacking not the way he wanted. Yeah. Simon doesn't know he knows about the scavengers. No. Or the fact that he sort of didn't come to help him after the car accident. Like, he, he doesn't, see, he didn't tell Simon he was mad about that. He told Dwight he was mad about it. He's like, it. it was a real punch in the dick. That yeah. was his quote. Right. <laughs> trust me. Just in case you wanted to Trust know. me as a girl. I'm t- trust me as a guy. Trust me. <laughs> that's not a good thing. Not a good thing. So, uh, Negan and Lucille, I'm sorry, Negan's with Lucille and then Simon. So, Negan puts Lucille down. Simon gives a speech. I didn't want this, but the sanctuary must stand that this is not the man to prosecute this conflict. And he's got his sleeves rolled up and he's all... Shit, I knew he was dead. Yeah, he's like giving his big speech like, I'm going to overthrow this guy and uh, give me a couple minutes and then it's all it's all going to be mine. It's all going to be good. I'm being charged. Super ballsy. <laughs> so then he goes, I just wanted to say... And he sucker punches Negan. So then uh, he's punching Negan and Negan's winning. And then Gregory starts sneaking out. He's like, uh-oh, Negan's winning. I better get out of here. <laughs> Dwight gives him a copy of the map, and he says, this is your only chance. Because Negan's winning. He left him a car. He's like, go tell Rick. He goes, go, get here's out of here. the map. Right. Here's the plan. Negan is choking Simon, and he says, you got saviors killed at the hilltop. And then you ran away like a coward. Right? Yep. And he's choking him. I didn't tweet this, but here's my joke. Oh, no. If he's a coward, then he ran away chicken. Therefore, Negan is choking the chicken. Hashtag choking the chicken. He says, people are always going to be looking for a, for a way to skate, for a chance to push back. Now I got to kill all of them, just like I got to kill you. He kills them and he goes, what an asshole. <laughs> I know he stands up. What an asshole. So again, I say, there will be no Lucille kills. Ever again? You know what? I feel like he might bash some people with a bat. Like bad guys, like the, maybe the Whisperers but someday. But not like, a, like, not like, not like execution main, style. Main character on your knees. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's. I uh, that was. I think that's too much. Scenes from next week. Father Gabriel has his mouth gagged. Negan has a gun to his head, yelling at Rick at, on the walkie-talkie. The survivors are all out in the field because that's where Negan said he was going to be. Uh, we see Red Eye Rick, um, and then at some point, Morgan's crossover begins on Survivor Sunday. That's the commercial. Yeah. That, that's not a trailer. That's a commercial. So I f- here's the thing, though. I found it interesting that you show me a commercial for next episode when this episode isn't over yet. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you're seeing scenes already, and you're like, wait, this episode's not over yet. Well, what you're showing me is that Gabriel's going to survive this episode, <laughs> but now yeah. I know he gets that he escapes and gets captured. Yeah. And somehow he ends up in blue... Uh, you need to talk to the release trailer release man. Guy, yeah, the woman. release, the trailer, trailer release, release guy, guy, decider. Man. Yeah. Guy, decider person. Guy. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same guy as the photo releaser guy. Photo, the photo releaser guy? But the commercial releaser dude, woman, possibly. Maybe they work together and they really need to get this, they need to get this sorted out. They really need to fix that. Yeah. Why would you run a commercial for next week's episode in the middle of this week's episode? I'm calling full commercial bullshit. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, now we're calling bullshit on commercials. I'm calling bullshit. By the way, don't think I forgot. Next week, Survivor Sunday, right? Yeah. After The Walking Dead is the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. Backing up Talking Dead an hour. Oh. I feel like I should say F you Fear the Walking Dead, but I'm not going to do it. No. This is the only it time. It would only be F you Terror or F you Into the Badlands. This is the only time I will accept Talking Dead being on at 11 o'clock. So no F you Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Even if you don't like Fear the Walking Dead, don't you dare if you Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Because it looks really good. Back at the hilltop, Gregory's back, and they put him right back in the pen. Oh, my God. Now he's alone. I can't. <laughs> and Maggie's just staring at him like, get back in the pen. You, I'm Maggie Ree. I'm Margaret. I'm Maggie Ree. That's my Maggie Ree. <laughs> Maggie Nailed it again. Ray. Um, she gives the plans that Gregory brought from Dwight, from Gregory, to Rick. Back at the sanctuary, Negan's talking to Dwight. And in the hallway, and he says, too bad I had to kill Simon, but that's good for you, D. 
you get to be my right-hand man if you want it. And he says, I do. I'll help you finish this thing with Rick. And he says, don't sell yourself short. You already have. And that's when I knew. Oh, I knew it. That's when I'm like, oh, God. And Dwight's like, I don't know what you mean. Well, first of all, you gave him the map that's going to set him up for failure. Uh, yeah. Dwight walks into his bedroom, and there's ugly Laura. <laughs> well, Tatneck. Tatneck. She's not ugly in real life. No, she was actually, she looked cuter, the cutest I've seen her. Even yeah. though apparently shit, if shit out shit. If, shit, if shit could shit. Shit out shit, that's yeah. what she would look like. <laughs> so he sees Laura, he turns around and like back out of the room, and Negan's there like, where you going, boy? Ne- yeah, he like, he starts to back out, and he's like, oh, God. And Negan's got all these men who weren't in the hallway a minute ago. Yeah. Uh, you look surprised, Dwight. Laura, tell, tell us what happened that night in Alexandria. And then she recaps it all, and she's like, you know, you're he shot traitor. his own man. You know, you're, he's, uh, you're a scum weasel. Nobody calls anybody a motherfucker anymore. Um, yeah. You're a scum weasel, I guess. Scum weasel. And Negan says, it all makes sense now. You told Rick when to attack, how to get to the outposts, slip the workers' guns. You mm-hmm. lied to me about killing Sherry. He goes, she goes, so Sherry's alive, isn't she? Now we know Sherry is. So you think you're some sort of hero? You're a nothing. See, I knew I could count on you to deliver my fake-ass plan to Rick. You use Gregory for that, a little delivery boy. A little delivery boy. Gonna lead them directly into the line of fire, all thanks to my new right-hand man. See, I thought about killing you, but that would be too dignified for such a backstabbing, double-crossing dirtbag such as yourself. Again, Again no people string along the insults. Yeah. You two-timing sack of... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like an old Western. No, Dwighty boy, I got plans for you, which include the A sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Back at the bullet shop, Eugene returns all covered in soot. Regina's there, tells, tells Eugene, Rick's waiting, walking into a trap. Uh, Negan's back. They need bullet, the bullet order by tomorrow. Uh, and uh, he says, tell Negan his request will be fulfilled. Forget my talk of a bare minimum. We shall end this. We shall change savior history evermore. Like it's a thing. And then they look pan to the table and there's like three bullet makers, including blind yeah. Gabriel. It's like, how are you gonna yeah. get this order done? Gabriel, it's all hands on deck. You follow my lead to the order or the le- on the lead, or you can cry and die. <laughs> so Eugene's crazy savior now. At least he's trying to pretend like he's still crazy savior. I don't know what the hell he is anymore. So then he I says had hope, but time to do something with our pathetic lives. That full was, circle. That full was circle, Rosita's yeah. line to him. So then we cut to the sanctuary and we hear like a little pit bull. Yeah. Walker Simon on the Walker wall. He looked good. He looked good. He sounded like a little chihuahua, but he was feisty. It was like, he oh, was it's like feisty. Really fighting. And-, and Negan's up on the balcony just watching him there on the wall. Sick. Now, Simon on uh, Stephen Ogg on uh, Talking Dead said he did the voiceover afterwards. He was in yeah. England. He did the sound effects and everything. He said he wanted his Walker. To be a Simon Walker. Yeah, like bring his personality into the walker. Right, like be an angry, angry, nasty pit bull. And he was. He was like and, a little and feisty so he, dog. <laughs> like a, like yeah. an angry pit bull. Yeah. And so, like, it was a little doggish. Yeah, and uh, Christian Serratos, who's on Talking Dead, said, yeah, I don't remember anybody putting their character, character into, into the, the walker. walker. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Negan's walkie talkie goes off with Michonne calling. And he goes, uh, we forget that he doesn't know who they are. Yeah. He's like, the one with the dreads? Put Rick on. Because he's barely had to deal with her. No, he hasn't. When he came to Alexandria, she got th- she was throwing that other girl off the roof. Uh, yeah, she got beat up pretty bad too. But... Right? She was yeah. at the lineup, but he didn't know her name. No. All right. So Michonne says, uh, you know, he says, put Rick on. It's not about Rick. It's about Carl. I'm going to, he goes, he wrote you a letter, and I'm going to deliver it because that's what Carl wanted. And he goes, I can't promise I won't kill the messenger. Did you think she was going to go there? Yeah, I thought maybe she th- was nearby. That's what I thought. And I thought, damn, that's ballsy. And I was like, and then I'm like, oh, duh, she can just read it to him. Yeah. Um, so then she says, just shut up and listen. Then she reads the letter. I'm not going to read the letter because that's you can just search it's online. Lo- it's yeah, everywhere. It's there. You all saw it. Um, anyway, basically the letter says, doesn't have to be this way, blah, 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 whiny, you know, Carl's a puss, basically. And, uh, you know, look, if you're looking for a way out, it's forgiveness. I hope my dad offers you peace. I hope you can take it. I hope everything can change. It did for me. Start over. You can, you still can. Yeah. So at that point, you're like, maybe Negan will go, 
eh, eh, kid's got a point. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Nope. <laughs> and, and Negan says, there's no getting out of it now. I wouldn't accept your surrender if you came to me on your knees begging. See, winning isn't about winning. It's about killing every last one of you. That is starting over. I never wanted this. Rick made this happen. You tell him that. No more talk. And he smashes his brick. Let's think about that for a second. Rick went to the hilltop, right? Because mm-hmm. they met Jesus. They happened to go to the hilltop on the day that the delivery was short. And the guy came back with a message to stab Gregory because the delivery was short. Yeah. Right? That one day. <laughs> and that's when they said, well, we'll kill the saviors for you for half your food. Yeah. Right? Technically, Nick, I mean, Rick started the fight. The survivors went after, now look, Negan was a prick and he was killing the hilltop. Uh, he was keeping them under his thumb. He killed one hilltop member. Yeah. I'm guessing it was Ben's father. But along the way, the delivery and the thing back and forth was, you know. Well, it was light. It, yeah. Now, it doesn't mean you, you kill Gregory. But they just happened to be there that one day. So we're going to flash back to that because I don't think we were doing the podcast at that point yet. So I'm going to call quarter bullshit. No, half bullshit. Half. The timing was just a little crazy. Yeah. No, we didn't start the podcast until... Two years ago. Until Simon had that body in the road. Oh. Which was maybe four or five uh, episodes before six ended. Okay. Maybe. Middle of six. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. I know it seems longer, doesn't it? It really does. 103 episodes? Yeah. So Rick technically started the fight. Rick wiped out the satellite. Rick killed a lot of saviors. Yeah. Before Negan even knew who he was. A lot. And then all he did was kill two people. You know, he would have only killed one, but, you know, Daryl had to go and... and well, Rosita because, didn't look at the bat. Because Rosita wouldn't look at the bat. Look at the bat, Rosita. Just look at the bat. She wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. So that's really, again, still Rosita's fault. Yeah. All right. So Negan's got a point. Rick did start it. But then he, I think he's referring to the fact that if Rick had just shut up and not caused this fight, Rick's the one that convinced everyone to overthrow. Yeah. Although so did Richard. Yeah. Oh, Richard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, scenes for next week, which we talked about. Uh, Morgan and Rick. Uh, Morgan says we're worse than we were and we can't go back. Let's finish this. Uh, Tara running at the hilltop. Cal at the hilltop gates yelling, Saviors! Uh, we'll talk about that. Some huge explosion mm-hmm. where it looks like a bunch of people get caught up in a fire. There's a gunfight on the hill. Let's talk about Talking Dead real quick. Christian Serrato, Simon Og, uh, Stephen Og. Um, let's see. Josh McDermott says, I've bitten Dwight's nuts and vomited on Rosita. Huh. I'm pretty happy. Um, Stephen Ogg said on his final day, the whole, remember, um, what was it that everyone did for Carl? They wore, they wore an eye patch. Eye patch. And for Simon, they wore a they, little mustache. His, 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 uh, handlebar mustache. Yeah. Well, uh, like a, yeah, that thing. They did a poll. Do you like Simon mustachioed or clean shaven? And, uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Hardwick said, I'll shave it if you want. 91% said they like him with a mustache. He said, I don't care, we're shaving anyway. They shaved his mustache right there on the set. I know, it's crazy. Uh, a poll, what does Negan have planned for Dwight? Lock him up, iron his face, or death? 69% said that he's going to lock him up, treat him like Daryl. Yeah, well, with the A sweatshirt. Play Easy Street, all you know, <laughs> dog food. <laughs> oh, yeah. 10% said iron his face. Easy 21% think they're going to kill him. They're not going to kill Dwight. Yep. Um, another scene, a little teaser scene. Negan's in the car. Gabriel's in the rear seat. Negan tells Gabriel about his trap. He says, I got a roadblock that they're going to see in the original plans. They're going to come for me. They're going to kill those poor bastards. He basically sent like a bunch of people to be killed in the roadblock. Oh, he knows they're going to be killed. Yeah. He says, they're going to find a map with the time and place that I'll be, and they'll believe it. So they show the scene happening. That he's describing, and some saviors on the on the ground telling Morgan, "I give up, I give up," and Morgan sticks him in the chest, oh. and then takes a knife Unhinged. and cuts his throat. God. And then he sees Ghost Jared, who looks like he's peeing on a guy, <laughs> and he says, "That was messed up." <laughs> Ghost like, Jared. I, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> and then Seth Rogen called in to uh, Talking Dead to promote Preacher. June Season 4th, right? three premiere June 24th. Oh, June 24th. Okay. Hopefully there'll be a talking preacher, but they didn't say. Okay. 
I would think there would and be. And then uh, they had the Ultimate Fan on, who won the Ultimate Fan contest, Ashley. Who named mentioned her, the who Game named, of Thrones. Who named her kid, yeah, named her kid uh, Maggie. Maggie. After Maggie Ray. Maggie Ray. Yeah, she mentioned Game of Thrones that she's a big fan. And Chris, Chris Howard's like, like oh, I don't know what that is. Never, yeah, you don't <laughs> mention competition shows. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steve, form. They pointed out Stephen Ogg will be in Westworld Season 2. Looking forward to that. I thought he died in Westworld 1, somebody told me. First of all, spoiler. Well, that's what I heard. Second of all, they're all robots. Oh, so I guess they come back. They rebuild them? Yeah, they all die. Did you see it? It's excellent. Oh, okay. It's good. I heard it was awesome. It's good. Although so much different than the original movie. Hmm. Oh, I didn't the, know it was a movie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Yeah, Westworld was a movie God. in 1972-ish. Okay. And you're like, oh my god, that's so long ago. I was like, way. Before I saw I was it born. years later. It was like on an afternoon movie of the week. It was like a afternoon you know, movie. Yeah, you know, in New York, they used to run sci-fi action yeah. movies. You came home from school, it'd be like a cool movie on. Oh, cool. Or like a movie of the week before cable. Yeah. Everyone had cable. Movie of the week would be like Sunday night at nine o'clock. There was a movie on that used to be in the movie theater. Yeah. Okay. So that was on, and in the movie Westworld, we're talking. It's a sci-fi podcast. In the movie Westworld, you go to this place where you can. Live out adventures, mm-hmm. but there's there's no like, it's not the the TV show's much different. Okay, but in the movie in the uh, TV in the movie, you could go to Rome, you mm. could go to you know like oh, ancient worlds, and one of the many scenarios you could go to, there were different parks for different types of worlds, right? You could go to like Athens, like Greece, yeah. and be with the gods. If I remember correctly, it's been a while, and one of the areas was. A Western. Oh, okay. Oh, so they just took that part. Mainly. Right? Yeah. And then the theory in the movie is, welcome to Westworld. Nothing can go wrong. Everything's great. And then one of the robots keeps going, nothing can go wrong, go wrong, go wrong. <laughs> and they start going crazy. Okay. And then the movie is about Yul Brenner. If you know who he is, he's an actor who's in King and I. He's a huge actor in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He's dead now. Wasn't he a survivalist or something? Yul Brenner? I think you're thinking of somebody else. I think it's something else. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, I never It doesn't mind. matter. Anyway, Yul Brenner is a uh, a robot that goes bad and then hunts one of the people at the park. Oh. It's really creepy. That sounds creepy. Yeah. Creepy awesome, though. It, and so the TV show is much different with the same thought that you go to a park and there's robots that, that make a fantasy world. Yeah. So that's the, the movie was multiple different parks and different themed areas. Hmm. Okay. It was a great movie, which is why they made a TV show. Anyway, Stephen Ogg, there you go. All right, you done? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Next week on Talking Dead, Andrew Lincoln, Lenny James, Deny Garcia. Woo, what a lineup. Deny Garcia, not Deny Guerrero. Oh. Right, the other Deny from okay. Fear. Luciana. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who plays the cowboy guy on the Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, he's great. He's my new favorite. Robert Kirkman and Scott M. Gimple. Damn. Scott M. Gimple. a lot of people. I guess he'll be on to talk about the crossover. Yeah. Well, he better be. And all the people that die. So, okay, lastly, before we go, we have a couple things to take care of. I forgot and I apologize. It wasn't a teaser. I apologize. I was going to mention it earlier. Oh, yes. I apologize. Uh, The Elvis Strand Morning Show and Z100.com in New York. So, the Z100.com in New York, you have to be a Z100 listener. You have to live in the Z100 New York tri-state area where you can hear Z100 on FM. That contest is available at Z100.com. Go to the contest page. Elvis Duran in the morning show, the week we're recording this, today's, what would you say, today's the 10th. The The 11th, 12th, and 13th of April, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for the free trip phone tap at 7.20 a.m. East Coast time. Okay, check your, it's East Coast time. Check your local listings. Okay. Giving away a trip to Call a 100. Prize details, $2,500 value. Round trip airfare for two to Las Vegas. Ooh, Vegas, baby. Two nights, standard hotel accommodations, round trip ground transportation, blah, blah, blah. Two passes to Fear the Walking Dead thrill attraction. Look that up. It's awesome. Yes. Fear the Walking Dead prize pack. Travel dates to be determined. Three days, two nights. I wonder what's in it, the prize pack. Um, Do we get a prize pack? No, but I, I, they're going to show oh, yeah. up. I think they're going to show up next week, so when we get them, I'll show them to you. <gasps> you better. I don't know if we oh, get one. I just want to look at I hope at we get one. So again... Look. Listen to Elvis Strand in the Morning Show all this week. That's national. Yes. Elvis Strand in the Morning Show, free trip phone tap. If you listen to our show, now if you're on the West Coast, you still got to call after the 720 East Coast time phone tap. Yeah. Do the math, people. So if your show, if you're in the Midwest, if let's say you're in uh, Wisconsin, 
Your show starts at 5 because we start at 6 on the East Coast. Yeah. So you're going to call at 6.20, right, after the phone tap. Well, like 6.28 West when the phone Coast, tap ends. Well, West Coast, it's still whatever, 4.20. 4.20, that's right? what I meant. Right? If you wake up late, what I'm telling you, 7.20 yeah. East Coast time, free trip phone yeah, tap. Yeah, it's 4.20. It, adds, it airs around 7.22, 23. We're going to start counting around 7.25, call 100, 7.26. That's specific. Be call 100 for your chance to win. All right? And if you live in the New York area... You have to live in the New York area. Mm -hmm. Don't try to enter if you don't live in the New York area and you're like, why didn't I win? You're going to need proof of your address. Yeah. New York area, if you live here and you can hear the show, c100.com, that's a separate trip. Yeah. The ones on air. Looks freaking awesome. Go enter the trip. Remember Survival Sunday. We'll be in the movie theater. We'll be there. Next time you hear us, we'll have have a full recap. uh, Probably the Wednesday. Yeah. The 15th, 16th, the 18th, we'll we'll post it. Woohoo. And uh, most importantly, enjoy... And go back and listen to the Jesse McCartney interview. Yes. Thanks for listening to this very long recap. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're going to wear the shirts that say it. Yes, we are. What time is it? It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut this, this shit down. down.